Welcome to the Love with Intelligence podcast. My name is Lily Walford. I am an international relationship and dating coach, and I'm also a behavioral profiler. We believe that every woman deserves real, honest, and genuine love, but not every woman knows how to get it. And during the episodes of this podcast, we will be sharing with you the solutions that we have created, which are the best within the industry, so you can find real, undeniable love. Hello and welcome. So today we're going to be talking about healing from previous relationships. How do you know if you have fully healed from your ex-partner? Because the funny thing is, no one ever teaches you how to heal. And with breakups, with relationships ending, the truth is you go through a period of grief. You go through a period of grief around the relationship. You go through a period of grief around your life that you had with that relationship. And you're also having grief over that part of you that also went with that relationship. So it's quite a complex version of grief. And it's sad because no one tends to ever really look at it like that. You know, people know that breakups breakups are hard, but no one sort of tells you how to heal from them in the right way. So there's a couple of signs that you can kind of do to tell if someone's not over that relationship. And it can be that they're talking about that person all the time. You know, they're talking about their past relationship as if they're still in it. Um, They're talking about that person all the time, any sort of excuse to sort of talk about it. Even if they're not talking about relationship stuff, they could be talking about a place. Oh, yes, you know, we went there and we had a great time. You know, they're almost talking about like that relationship's still there. Or, oh, so-and-so has that car. Or it could be absolutely anything, absolutely anything, any excuse to bring them up in the conversation. The other part is that you're thinking about them each day. You cannot go through one day without even thinking of them. And that's frustrating. It's like, even if it's just the smallest thought, (laughs) if you're thinking about them each day, you're not over them. The other sign is when you're going out on dates and you're comparing them to all the people that you've gone on a date with. So there's constantly some form of thinking about them, talking about them, comparing them. There's going on in the background. There's an element of them that you haven't been prepared to let go of. And it's not your fault, you know, no one ever teaches you how to fully go, get over a relationship. And there's a few things that can make getting over a relationship a lot harder. So the common elements of that is when they find someone new, you're left thinking, gosh, you know, what, what didn't I have that they, that they wanted, that they found in this new person? I thought I was great. I thought they loved me. But now they're happy and all loved up all of a sudden. I wasn't expecting them to move on so quickly. There could also be the fact that you've left a narcissistic relationship. 
Now, these types of relationships are a lot harder to get over. A lot harder. And the reason is, the way narcissistic relationships work is that they become your source of happiness and enjoyment. They take the most addictive substance on this earth to human beings and use it to their advantage. And that's the chemicals in your brain. It's the serotonin, it's the dopamine, it's all the good stuff that our brain is craving. And all it takes is the nice compliment. Or it takes the I love you's, or it just takes the the touch, or you hug, or kiss, or whatever you need to feel good, and feel safe, and feel loved in that relationship. But what they do is they make it scarce. You don't know when you're getting that next fix. And they keep you hanging. When I personally left a narcissistic relationship, I remember going out with the girls, going for Chinese, and I just remember thinking, oh, this is great, you know, it's only only going out for Chinese, (laughs) but it was just, it was so fantastic, it was what I needed, I had a great time, I had a laugh, and I remember getting home and thinking, wow, I still feel good. And I couldn't believe it. And it was just such a weird feeling, like feeling weird about feeling good. And it hit me. It made me realise, wow, if I was still with him, we would have had an argument. We would have, we would have had an argument that I went out without him. We would have had an argument about something so stupid and so pathetic because he didn't like the fact that I went out. He was, you know, whether he was conscious of it or not, because narcissists aren't usually conscious of this kind of behavior but he was making me feel bad for not doing what he wanted me to do so when you have been primed and programmed to seek out that person to feel good to impress that person to feel good to comply with that person to feel good and all of a sudden they're not there anymore it can feel very alien to feel good on your own and it can take a while to deprogram from that because that's what it is it's programming it's priming it's very manipulative so it's learning how to step away from that and learn how you can heal from that and personally this is why I created a course around trauma it was a four-week workshop and it just takes people through this so they can heal from it because there's an element of trauma from this you've been programmed you've been primed you've been caused to change your emotional states you've been reliant on someone so you need to know how to heal So what other elements can you do in terms of healing? What can you do right now to to heal and feel good and know that you have left that relationship and you're going to move on to something absolutely amazing? And there's a fantastic way that I learned to do this. Because when you leave a relationship or you've gone through a breakup, the future feels so hard to picture and to view. It feels like it's impossible. You know, to say in detail what it is that you want to do for the future. 
So there's this really great strategy of making it really simple. So what you need to do is that you just have to think of three words of how you want your future to feel. And it might sound really, really simple, but it's the best way to move forward. I think back in <laughs> a few years ago anyway, when I decided to go ahead and use this exercise, I picked the words to feel empowered, to feel strong and to feel fulfilled. That was my aim. That's what I wanted. If anything else happened on top, that was a bonus. So that was just a starting point. That was the starting point for me. And then from those three words, I focused on one and I said three other words. So from empowered. Empowered to me is feeling confident, it's feeling happy and it's feeling knowledgeable. Okay, and then strong. I did the same for strong. To feel strong, it was to feel confident. It was to have clarity. And again, for me, it was to feel happy, to feel positive in what I was doing. And fulfilled, again, it was around feeling happy, it was feeling confident, and it was also feeling like I was giving back. And they were the things that were really, really important to me. So then what we do, we break that down even further. What do you need to feel confident? What do you feel, what do you need to feel happy? What do you feel that you need to, to give back? And all of a sudden, you're starting to build this roadmap of how your life is going to look without that partner. And it's a great way because often the reason we get stuck in healing is because we don't know if there's something better that we're going to move on to. So by starting on looking at our lives, it's looking at, okay, am I going to live a better life now? Or even if it's on my own to begin with, am I going to live that, that life in a better way than what I was living before in that old relationship? And it's also about saying, okay, well, even though you've broken up, what are you leaving that's bad behind? So, for example, in my past relationships, I was leaving someone who was alcoholic. I was leaving someone who was depressed. I was leaving someone who was stressed out and angry and controlling and manipulative. So there was all these different elements that I was freeing myself from. So I had a life that I could kind of create without it being influenced or affected by that person. Because what we can tend to find is we, when we look at old relationships or previous relationships, we can start to fantasize and idealize about who that person was. And we forget about the, the crappy elements of that person's personality and behaviors that we didn't enjoy whilst we're in that relationship. So it's important to remember what you're also leaving. And then you can think about what you're moving towards, what sort of relationship do you want if you don't want those kind of behaviours in your future relationship? What is it that you do want? What are the positive, positive things that you're looking forward to in a normal, loving, healthy relationship? Now, sometimes, you know, I think one thing that makes me angry is that, you know, people talk about personal development because this is what this is, you know, healing and moving forward. It's around personal development. And one thing that people, you know, people never tend to acknowledge about personal development is that it's hard. You know, it's 
the end of the day, it's about being consistent. It's about pushing yourself to do something that's not normal to you. And it's about redefining your normalities. It's moving you away from a familiar pattern. It's moving you away from your norm. And we're sort of programmed to stay in that we're programmed to conform to our normality and that familiarity because that feels good. So it's about making sure that we're breaking away from that into something that's more positive, that's more exciting, that's more beneficial to our lives, that's going to serve us in the long run. So if you're looking to heal, definitely check out the trauma course, especially if you've gone through a uh, you know domestic abusive relationship whether it's physical abuse whether it's emotional abuse whether it's just a toxic relationship that you'd left definitely look into that into that because the reason I say this is personally when I left a very narcissistic very toxic controlling relationship when I did all that on my own it took three years it took three years two failed relationships and also probably about 20 grand's worth of self-development in terms of learning or coaching and NLP and hypnotherapy and all those different things. And even then I had some legwork to do to be able to know how to apply it to myself. So we've literally taken all that and said, right, this is what you actually need in order to heal. And we can help you do that within four weeks. So if you are interested in checking that out, go onto the website. So it's lovewithintelligence.com. It's slash overcoming hyphen trauma hyphen workshop. So you won't find it on our website, but you'll find it through that link. So I'll just say that again. So it's love with intelligence.com forward slash overcoming hyphen trauma hyphen workshop and the reason we're not outwardly promoting this is because we want to make sure that we have a small quiet group of people going through this we want to keep the group small and there's often a waiting list to get onto that course. So, you know, if you are interested, check it out and join us because there's some really great healing benefits. Because what we find was when we don't fully heal from those type of relationships, we can find that we push people away. We're, we're, we're dealing with things like being able to trust again. We're dealing with things with like... Um, being able not only to trust someone, but to trust our own judgments. We're also looking at things of like healing that past and healing those really highly charged emotions from going through those relationships. And like I said, it doesn't even have to be a big event to have trauma. It can just be going through that breakup. Trauma, what most people don't understand about it, is it's not something that you have to go through that huge, massive event. It's anything that's got a huge, negative, highly charged emotion to it that's affecting you day to day. So whether you're thinking about that breakup again and again and again and again, that moment you receive that text or the moment that, um, you know, you just, you left that person 
or the moment where things got really nasty or it can be absolutely anything. It doesn't matter how big or small it is, it's about how did it affect you and how is it affecting you now. So if that is something that's affecting you, feel free to check out that website. It'd be great to have you on there and we'll be more than happy to help with anything that you need over those four weeks to heal. So I'm going to leave it there. Thanks again for listening and speak to you all soon. Bye for now.